Good morning, good morning, and good morning, and welcome to yet another episode of Popping Off with Feel the Podcast. Happy Tuesday, co-host. Hope you guys had a great weekend. Hope you guys uh, had a great start to your week. But, you know, just in case you haven't, here I am, here we are, to uh, to add a little spice, add a little spice, wake you up a little bit. Um, I'm excited today. I had a great Monday. Um, as you guys know, I took on a new role um, in my company at the top of July. Um, and part of the requirement was I had to uh, obtain an additional license because I'm in the financial securities industry. Um, and so I needed to obtain a new license in order to properly supervise and I had to sign a, a learning agreement, which I'm accustomed to because when I started with my company uh, 11 years ago, you know, I've been saying 12 years, it's not quite 12 years yet. So 11 years ago, uh, almost 12 years, uh, I had to do a learning agreement because I had two licenses that I had to get under my belt. So this was similar. Um, I had to get this license. And so everyone's been saying it's not a hard exam comparing it to other exams it's not a hard exam you can do it you could knock it out don't waste the time and I really wasn't wasting time but I I have an anxiety about examinations and I always have um you know prior to going into the exam which is a timed exam you get an hour and 45 minutes um I was killing like the 60 questions in like 30 minutes 36 minutes 30 30 minutes is actually a little low um I think that's that that was just like a one-time thing a one-off but for the most part I was doing it under an hour man when I tell you I was down to the last two minutes on these questions and it's so crazy because it got it started off okay it got a little tricky in the middle and then I would say maybe the last 10 to 15 questions I was able to kind of power through without a problem and I was like okay this is this is a setup for failure so anyway I passed I'm grateful that I passed because I feel like a, a weight is lifted. I feel like I I feel settled in my role. I feel like I can decorate my office now. I feel like I just feel like I have everything that I need in order to be successful. Um, I have another exam that I need to take for the purpose of promotability. But um, I don't need that exam right now. But because I'm in this mode, I'm going to go ahead and begin the process of studying because I would really like to get that test under my belt by the end of this year now that test is not nearly as easy um a lot of people have had some trouble passing it the first time um and so I am I'm not in the in the in the in the in the business of defying the odds per se but I would only like to take it once because preparing for a test and then sitting for an exam is stressful enough to have to resit for exam which I've had to do in the past is something that I would rather not do and this is a longer exam so I would rather go ahead and knock it out and be done with it but enough about that I'm grateful so my my job entitled uh and in in encompasses travel um, which is one of the reasons why I had to have this license so that I can supervise in different states. And so now I have everything I need and I can really kind of jump in. We finished training last week, which was long and arduous, but we made it. <laughs> and so now nothing to nothing, not, there's nothing left to do, but to kind of get to it. So that's, that's the goal to get to it. Anyway, enough talk about that. I want to talk a little bit about life. Um, I, I feel like I always talk about life, but I was having a conversation with a really good friend the other day, shout outs to Lou, and we were just 
talking about how how growing up and I know I've said this before but being an adult is kind of a farce because <laughs> you get to adulthood and you realize it's nothing like what you thought it was going to be uh, yes you have a lot of freedoms as an adult and there are things that you can do that you weren't able to do when you were adolescent but it also comes with a lot of responsibility uh, a lot of accountability and a lot of pressure and what you find is or what I'm finding in my 30s is that a lot of the choices that I made as a 20-year-old, not understanding the long-term ramifications of those choices, are things that I'm kind of dealing with now. Um, And we talked about this whole idea of there is this, I don't know what you would even call it, but for whatever reason, we have the, the tendency, we'll say tendency for lack of a better word, Um, And because my mind isn't, I guess, not completely awake to rush through life and and rush through stages of life, trying to get to the next stage. You know, um, as a child, you can't wait to be a teenager. Can't wait till you're 13 because that means something. The fact that you're 13 and then once you become 13, you can't wait until you're 16 because that means something else. because every age comes with some level of privilege or some level of responsibility that we didn't have before that we want. You know, when you're 13, maybe you can stay up a little bit later. Um, maybe you can have sleepovers or, you know, go over friends' houses. Maybe you, you know, you, know you, you just get different things. And so we get attracted to the things that come with growing up. Um, 16 comes, then you can't wait till you're 18. Then you can't wait to get out of the house. Then you can't wait to go to college. Then you can't wait to get through college. Then you can't wait till you're 21. Then you can't wait till you're 25. Then you can't wait till you're 30. And it's just all of these steps. And then by the time you get around 30, then you're like, well, life could slow down a bit. You know, if, it, if, if, I, don't, if I don't wake up tomorrow at 35, I'll be okay. But there's this tendency to just kind of rush through life. Always getting to the next step. Because there's always this promise of something better on the other side. Yeah, I'm going to be a college graduate and it means this. And then you graduate from college and none of those things happen the way that you thought that they would. Um, You know, I've definitely talked about this before, but I didn't think that I was going to graduate from college and not be able to find a job. And it didn't even register to me that I didn't even graduate. I didn't graduate with honors. I didn't graduate... um, I graduated with honors, so I guess after that, there's nothing else to say. I didn't graduate with honors. I just, I literally just graduated. Um, And none of that registered to me in terms of, oh, well, this could seriously impact the type of work that you get. Um, Because there were a lot of programs, you know, management programs were really big and heavy when when I graduated from college. I don't know if they're like that anymore, but they all had GPA requirements, you know graduate school had GPA requirements um and I didn't have any of those things in place you know now when I think about it if I, even if I wanted to go to graduate school right after college I probably would have had some difficulty because I just didn't have the grade point average you know the grades weren't awful but they definitely weren't you know I you had, you need to at least have a 3.0 you know and I did not I had like a 2.98 or 2.99 probably even lower than that um Higher than 2.5, but definitely lower than 3.0. So, um, didn't have the greatest grades. And so, my options were really limited. 
And so it's like I rushed through these four years, can't wait to become a, a junior, can't wait to become a senior, only to find myself in a situation where I couldn't find adequate work. And I had to wait tables for a period of time. Um, and I was just telling somebody the other day that in my closet, I have a garment bag and I have my cap and gown from Morehouse, my cap and gown from Drexel University. But in between them is my apron from IHOP because it keeps me humble. Um, and one day I plan on like doing something with it, like framing it, putting it up in a room. Well, it probably ain't going to go in my room. It's probably going to go in my children's room so <laughs> that they understand that this is how life could could happen if you don't adequately prepare. That's not the point. That's a topic for another day. But I'm just saying that we, we find ourselves in this rat race of rushing through, rushing through, rushing through. And sometimes we miss, not sometimes, all times, we miss those essential lessons that we should have learned during those periods of, of life when making mistakes was okay you know um having bad credit in college would have been okay having bad credit in your 20s not so much you know making those mistakes you know everybody when he got a store credit card that wasn't my first credit card i was a little smarter but everybody a lot of people that i know got store credit macy's um uh, or yeah Macy's we'll just say Macy's because the name has changed quite a bit but Macy's everybody got Macy's credit cards with those $5 limits $500 uh, credit card limits and that 25 to 29% interest because they were buying polo shirts you know because everybody liked polo um, and, they, and they wanted all the colors or they were buying Lacoste shirts and you go to Macy's and you buy up all that stuff and you run up to $500 and then you realize you can't pay it back and $500 quickly becomes $750, becomes $1,000, becomes $1,500 because of interest and because of late payments and because of um, account closure. <laughs> People found themselves in those situations because they were trying to rush to be some. It was, it was something to have a charge card. It was something to have that indication that I can just go to the store and buy whatever I want, not realizing the long-term ramifications of what that meant, that $50 wasn't really $50. It was $50 times whatever the interest was if you couldn't pay that card off by your next billing cycle, you know, and not, not learning that lesson. And so not learning that lesson, not really understanding what credit was about, finding yourself in similar situations the older you get. But, you know, now it's like, now you're living off credit. You know, you're not just using credit to purchase a, a new item, a fancy item. You're living off credit. You're finding ways to use that credit to pay bills, to, to buy groceries, to buy gas, to buy toiletries. Um, and that ain't the way to be, man. That's not the way to be. And I think that if we, we slow down and if we, we really had conversations with younger versions of ourselves obviously we can't go back to talk to ourselves but you know young folks i have younger brothers i have younger cousins um getting into mentorship programs um and having real life conversations about yes i understand that you think that being out of college or being out of school and working every day is great and glamorous and you can afford yourself all these things but there's a lot more that comes to that and if you've made any choices that were questionable or any choices that have long-term ramifications which most choices do th those are things that you're going to end up paying for in your adulthood and they're going to be a lot more costly 
So I think we need to to have those conversations so that people understand that, yes, being an adult is glamorous. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. Being able to get up and go when you want to get up and go, being able to take vacation and go to all these great places, um, being able to drink, smoke or whatever your 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 habit of choice is you know going to clubs staying out late wonderful all those things are wonderful um but they have a cost associated with it a cost of time a cost of money cost of energy and i don't think i was adequately prepared for that Uh, i know for a fact in my 30s i am paying for choices um that i made as a 17 18 year old and while some people will say especially when it comes to college that you know and loans and debts and stuff like that that you know no one should be made to pay for choices they made as a 17 or 18 year old to survive but you know prime example like I took out private loans so that I could not only cover the additional cost that Pale Grant wouldn't cover um, or that the the unsubsidized and subsidized lo- loans that I were that I was getting in school wouldn't cover I took out private loans because I was like well I want a large refund check so that I could pay my rent and that I can go shopping and that I could do this and do that and I'm paying for that now you know I'm paying for that and I made those choices as a 19, 20 year old, yes. And they probably weren't great choices. No, they weren't great choices at all. But it's because I was in a hurry to live. I was in a hurry to rush through college. I, I don't want to live on campus anymore. Living on campus is beneath me. I want to have my own freedoms and have anybody over my place want to not have to worry about curfew and, 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 and all of those things. Like I want that life. And so I'm paying for that life today. You know, when I look at my Navient loans and they say, you've, You've paid negative 37% back towards the principal of this loan. Um, because for years, I've been on interest-only payments because that's all that I could really afford, but I needed to make some level of payment. It's a private loan, so you know I'm at the mercy of whether or not they have some consolidation program that I can work through or trying to get a consolidation loan with perhaps a credit union or perhaps a... Um, Uh, you know, one of the banking institutions that I use, which might be slightly better interest, but could be very stringent terms in terms of repaying the actual loan back. So I'm, I'm stuck. I'm at the mercy. And as you know, all of these candidates are talking about different things. I'm telling you this, the the candidate who comes up with a comprehensive plan that allows me to get from a fund to some of this debt is the one that I'm going to seriously be looking at. Um, because I'm not as worse off as some other people, but even $50,000 of relief would make a difference for me. You know, it would make a major difference for me, Um, primarily because it would completely eliminate my private loans because everybody's talking about whatever this this loan forgiveness program is. It should encompass private loans because those institutions are predatory and they have been. But um, that would wipe those out and eat up a, a significant amount of sorry people are driving like bats out of hell on the refrigerator this morning uh, that would also eat up a significant amount of the of the interest that I've accrued on my 
on my government loans that I've had to forbear or defer over the years, mostly forbear over the years because I couldn't afford to pay them because I had credit card debt, you know? And so I just, I don't want people, particularly like my family and other young black brothers and sisters, other brown brothers and sisters to be in the same situation that I'm in at 34, trying to navigate and figure out what's the best way to eliminate a large amount of credit card debt when I can remember I remember when I took out the first consolidation loan and I only had $8,000 worth of credit card debt but I was making significantly less money than I'm making now and having to try to figure that out and I fought through that for five years I paid on that loan but while I was paying on that loan I was creating other debt and it wasn't always because I was living above my means but sometimes it was but it wasn't just necessarily, oh, I'm living in this uh, lavish sky, uh, high rise in downtown where I can see the skyline. Um, it's just that the cost of living was changing and my income wasn't. And I needed to find something that was suitable to live in. Um, and it cost money. It just did. You know, and now things are drastically different. Things are way more expensive now for a whole lot less. Um, but, it, you know that's that's a part of the, the the growing experience but i i just feel like if if i really knew if i really knew and really took stock of some of those lessons that were that, that were there for me to learn when i was younger that i wouldn't be playing the, the the role of recognizance now trying to figure that shit out like trying to trying to get back to a to 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 a happy medium you know trying to you know trying to live a a fairly decent life without feeling like I'm working every day just to pay bills with very little luxury with very little incentive um and so I just my whole goal of 34 my whole idea of this whole concept of fitness of emotional and 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 mental fitness of spiritual fitness of financial fitness of physical fitness in a way is trying to right some of those wrongs from the past some of those things were unavoidable they were going to happen anyway and that I understand but there's a series of other things that I did have control over that I did not adequately navigate through and so since I didn't learn the lesson I'm caught learning the lesson now, but it's a very pricey lesson. (laughs) It's a very expensive lesson. And I want to help as many people as I possibly can to avoid having to learn those lessons, having to deal with that. Um, Interestingly enough, um, a, a, a person reached out to me who follows me on social media because she wants to start a program where she teaches foster children or you know individuals who are in the foster system because she's a product of the foster care system life skills because she finds that you know a lot of them may may be fortunate enough may be blessed enough to get a decent home but with all of that moving and that going back and forth they miss out on essential life skills you know simple things things that we take for granted you know 
some things that we don't even know how to balance a checkbook although people aren't necessarily balancing checkbooks anymore but that whole concept of knowing debits and credits this is what's coming in this is what's going out not living above your means um how to save even if it's just a little bit you know how the importance of saving i don't think i ever learned people talked about it but no one ever said this is how you save so it's a lesson that i never really learned so how to save you know how to make a dinner reservation how to uh book a flight how to reserve a hotel room like all of these things that people do or have to learn or have to do within their adulthood that a lot of these kids don't know so she wanted me she actually wants to be a guest on the podcast which is something i'm trying to work through work on y'all know i've been trying to work on figuring out the best way to do guests because it's just me it's just me and my phone and my and my headphones and then my ride and so that whole concept of um the whole idea and bringing to fruition having a guest and how that works and how that looks is something I haven't figured out because this is a very different platform than just being, you know, in a room with mics and a program and, and, and recording. So anyway, I'm gonna figure it out. She wants to be a guest on the show, but I also offered myself up to her to say, hey, the next time you have one of these events, um, because they're, my, my content can be explicit, so she can't play it for children, but it doesn't mean that some of the things that I'm not, that I'm talking about won't be beneficial to them. It's just the delivery. So, you know, I offered myself to her and said, hey, I know that my podcast can't be played, but if you're having an event um, where you're bringing guests or you're inviting guests, I would love to come and just talk about the things that I talk about on my podcast, but, you know, on a more PG-13 level. Um, Because, again, it's still good content. It's just, you know, with a whole lot of less shit damn motherfuckers. That type of deal. Anyway, um, and I'm all for that because I want to help as many people as I can. And it's great to know that somebody who doesn't really know me, um, we've only, our, 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 our interaction has only been casual because she used to, she used to be employed at a place that I frequent for a service. Um, that sounds really seedy. She used to work at the optometry office. So <laughs> that I went to, or that I go to. And so, um, we've only met in passing, but we somehow became Instagram friends and she's been following the podcast, listening to the podcast and finding that the information is good information. Um, And so that's why I'm here. That was the whole purpose of starting the podcast to help people. Um, And, and the byproduct is it's been therapeutic and cathartic for me. Um, It's been something that I've always wanted to do. So there's been a lot of byproducts for myself, but the goal was to help people. The goal was to let people know that they're not alone in their struggles in life. And I've been able to achieve that. And that is just another affirmation that I'm on the right path. I'm doing the right thing. Um, Don't know what will become of this. Don't know if it will become this big, huge thing. Don't know if I'll get syndicated or anything like that. Don't know if you're going to follow me like you follow the read. But that's okay. Um, Because every time I hear that I'm helping somebody, I know I got to keep doing it. So I'm grateful for that. But I I really just want us to focus because I want to bring it all back full circle. (laughs) I want us to focus on taking some time to slow down and make sure that we're not missing the important lessons in life so that we don't find ourselves um, in the latent stages of our lives doing the same things over because we haven't learned the lessons. And this happens in our finances. This happens in our health. This happens in our relationships with our family, with our friends, with romantic relationships, not learning those lessons, not picking up the signs um you know we oftentimes say oh if i could go back in time with the knowledge that i have now i'll be much better off 
possibly but the reality is is that even without the knowledge that I have today there are certain things that I could have done differently in my past I could I could have gotten better grades you know um and it could have changed the path and trajectory of my life and there's nothing about me being in the present that would have that 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 would have necessarily there's no knowledge that I could take back now <laughs> that would have been any different than knowing that in that moment I should have been doing the best that I could have and I wasn't and I didn't you know what I'm saying and, and in some ways I paid for that I paid for that um because I didn't get into grad school the first time the first year I applied you know I didn't get I got I got waitlisted for one institution and a couple of hell no's from another for from a few others <laughs> but life could have been different had I had the grades and I didn't you know I just didn't and so I I don't want to be having this same conversation with myself or with anybody else five or ten years from now I don't want to be 44 or even 39 saying whew you know when I was 33 this happened to me and here I am again you know what I'm saying and that's part of the reason of of really putting some some action and some steam behind this whole idea of being fit in my in my my 34th year and focusing towards that I'm not saying that I'm gonna buy a house next year um but I want to be in a position where I can and so that takes work and I'm starting the work now um and, and here's hoping that by that time next year, I'll be in that position and I'll have the choice or the option. So anyway, take some time to slow down. Take some time to learn the lesson so that you don't find yourself with these large do-overs that are, are way more costly in the latent stages of your life. I hope you guys have a wonderful Tuesday and a wonderful week. Continue to listen, continue to share, continue to follow, continue to post and repost continue to like continue to talk about it amongst other people continue to talk about it to me i guess you know i really i really am always in need um and appreciative of feedback whatever feedback that you can offer um and one of the reasons why i started the ig page is so that it could become more of a community so you don't just have to tell me personally how you feel but you can literally post those comments on the page so other people can read them because I feel like if we're more interactive in that space we can get a lot more accomplished and we can get the word out even more um so I, I definitely want to do that as often as I can and I also thought about something today in terms of supporting other people I'm gonna start posting the projects of friends and family and associates on this page so that you can see things that I'm supporting or or that I'm behind because I think that that's important and, and whether or not this person has supported me or not doesn't really matter. It's just that if I come in contact with something that I think is great, a great project, a great, a, a great, whether it be a, a personal project, meaning um, a product that someone is selling or a project, meaning a music project or um, a program, I'm going to post it on my podcast IG page because I want to support someone else as often as I can, especially someone who looks like me who's doing doing the work. Um, so look out for that. Um, whether, like I said, whether it's a music, music, 
project or a movie or a program. I'm just going to put it on the podcast and try to get the word out as best I can. I don't have a tremendous amount of followers on my IG page for my podcast, but you know, word of mouth goes a long way. So I'm going to do it as often as I can. Um, and the hope is, is that that type of love and grace is reciprocated. So we'll see how it all works out. Anyway, have a great Tuesday and a great week. Love y'all. Peace.